actually solve um, the crisis. And in fact, uh, there's one country, uh, namely China, uh, ruled by the, a, a totalitarian regime, the Chinese Communist Party, that's taking advantage of it. And the book really talks about how they do this. They do it through a combination of pro propaganda, media, economic and trade warfare, and financial tradecraft. So um, they've been pursuing this, uh, this strategy for a couple of decades, uh, ever since these two um, People's Liberation Army colonels wrote um, a, a book or a report um, back in 1999 called Unrestricted Warfare. And Unrestricted Warfare really talks about how you would blend um, – uh, they use uh, the term biological warfare, but really the crisis, uh, it could also uh, be the crisis in the aftermath of, a, of an epidemic or a pandemic like we're seeing, and use economic warfare and, and, and trade warfare and psychological warfare and, and, pro and propaganda and, and ideological warfare to basically uh, do uh, three things. One is to deflect any any blame from happening from from falling on the Chinese Communist Party. Two is to incite panic, and three is to gain advantage. And so, if you look at the pattern of behavior since this crisis began, the the Chinese Communist Party has shown just exactly that, and they're extremely successful at it. And we're about to show. Um, you know, we just said we have over three million uh, unemployed now. Uh, and we're probably going to go to double-digit unemployment. Uh, we're probably going to go into recession, if not depression. And all of these things are talked about in their book. And this is what I talked about in mind, about the, what they were doing to us, taking over the supply chain, making us vulnerable, making us reliant upon them, so that when something like this happened, they had the ability to step in and really dominate us. And this is, that's what's going on right now. That's why we don't have masks. That why, that's why we don't have uh, pharmaceuticals. This is the problem that we have today. We have got a great guest with us today. Brigadier General Robert S. Spalding joins us today here on a broadcast. And uh, what do you make of the response uh, from the from the lawmakers uh, in Washington uh, regarding all this? Well, it's it's almost predictable because we're going to so we shut down the country. We, we, we are bankrupting businesses as we, as we speak. We're putting people out on the street in terms of losing their jobs. And then we're going to flood the system with $2 trillion in stimulus. And most of that stimulus is going to find its way to China because they own all the supply chain. They own all the factories. They're, that's where we're going to go to get the stuff that we need. So, so it, they've set up a perfect situation where they can bankrupt us and take our money. This is a uh, heck of a situation. We have got a great guest with us today, Brigadier General Robert S. Spalding is with us today. He's got a brand new book, Stealth War, How China Took Over While America's Elite Slept, and he joins us today here on a broadcast. So what are some of your goals for this book? Well, my goal, you know, I, this is what I did for the last six years of my time in the Air Force, really focused on the economic and financial and, and propaganda a war that the Chinese Communist Party was waging on the United States. We studied all elements of it. We started looking at the industrial base and our manufacturing capability first, but it quickly spread to all elements of, of their strategy. And, uh, you know, when you read all of their documents and you understand what they're doing, you know, my goal was to essentially 
you know, after, um, you know, working on the national security strategy at the White House was to get out and, and get this information into uh, the hands of the American people so they could see what was going on. And unfortunately, um, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, this coronavirus has really shown exactly what they're capable of and exactly what the strategy entails. We have got a great guest with us today. Robert S. Spaulding joins us here in a broadcast. He's got Stealth War. It is an amazing, amazing book. And uh, so what do you want readers to get from your writing of this great book? Well, what they need to understand is we have to invest in America again. It's not just about ships and planes and tanks and subs. We need factories. We lost over 70,000 factories uh, when China entered the WTO. We need infrastructure. We're $5 trillion arrears just in our, in our roads and bridges and ports and rail. And, and we need to begin to invest again in science and technology research and in STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math education. And we need to protect Americans' data because, you know, in addition to owning the supply chain and controlling, you know, the supply of goods for us, the Chinese have also, um, they also have, a lot of our data and so their goal is to essentially become the Saudi Arabia of data because that drives artificial intelligence they seek to dominate the global economy they seek to influence us to to abandon our principles as a democratic society and they and they seek to subjugate us and and, and they're actually being quite successful now what do you make of the uh the response, I, I guess, from uh, leaders around the around the country with some of these stay-at-home orders and some of these things, uh, is, is is this gonna take care of the problem? You think in the long run, or, or what do you think about that, my friend? Well, if you look at the models that they're basing those decisions on, they're wildly out of whack with the actual data that's coming in. So the assumptions are extremely. Flawed. If you go back to 2009 swine flu, we had 60 million uh, get infected. We had uh, hundreds of thousands uh, hospitalized, and we only lost 12,000. The numbers are not that severe here, and yet we didn't shut the the country down during the swine flu. And so you have to ask yourself, why are we shutting the country down when the numbers are coming in not anywhere near the millions dead? or the hundreds of thousands dead that uh, essentially the model makers have claimed. Why are we, why are we continuing to do this? And, and what, you, what you find is, unfortunately, is that politics, which is essentially uh, incentivized by this relationship with the Chinese Communist Party, has adopted this very hyper-panicky uh, you know, approach to the situation, trying to convince everybody that, if they go outside, they're going to die. Yes, yes. That 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 to me, my friend, is the craziest deal because now you know that they, they've had folks say, "Well, we can't go to you, if you go to the park and you go to exercise or, or you go have a picnic, uh, you're probably screwed." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> well, Chicago said that they're going to start arresting people if they find them exercising. I mean, this is, I mean, what you're seeing is, is really the imposition almost of martial law in some areas of the country. Yes. You know, around a hyperinflated, you know, situation. 
look at the reports. Look at the look at the models. The assumptions are completely out of whack with the data that's actually being collected about this virus. It is not that dangerous. Well, and I'll tell you that uh, there's start uh, on, and I know this is probably starting to happen all across the country, but I know that. Uh, I just the other day uh, had a had a discussion with one of my photographers in New Jersey, who said that uh, he believes that uh, he had this in November, because all the symptoms of what people say that when they get this, that's what they have. He said, I had all that and I was sick for a month, and he goes, so I think this thing's been here longer than they want to let everybody know. Uh, well, I mean, I think that's uh, that's probably a good assessment. <laughs> now, um, Robert, how do we get the book, my friend? Because th- th- this th- this is a this is a definite thing we need to be picking up and and reading. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't go to your bookstore, so you're gonna have to <laughs> order it online. Yes, Amazon or Barnes and Noble will ship it to you. I listen. You can listen to the Audible version. Uh, you know, while you're sitting at home in your uh, in your underwear. <laughs> well, uh, my friend, I always enjoy chatting with you. Uh, Brigadier General Robert S. Spalding with us today. He joins us here on the telephone, and uh, I appreciate it, my man, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much. Thank you, my friend. There he goes. Uh, the Brigadier General joins us here on the telephone regardless of what the lower third says uh (laughs) it said he was on skype it's the telephone but it doesn't really matter we appreciate you taking taking time to pay attention to us today and we are going to take a break and come back with more on the other side it is the big broadcast on ira